What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Behind the Glass Sports Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. We've been on a little bit of a hiatus because, well, there's been nothing to talk about. So, we are back now, finally, <laughs> after Brandon walked the entire four corners of the Midwest here. Um, don't tell your wife I said that. We have a lot to get to. Broncos football is essentially back. We are T-minus eight days away from the opener. Uh, so, Brandon McManus days away. Um, Jokic is killing guys in Serbia. We don't have to talk about that. Actually, I should probably rephrase that. He's not murdering people. He's playing really well in Eurobasket. I should probably not phrase it that way. Um, and then Russ signs a new deal, so we can talk about all that. Well, how's, what? how's Jamal doing in Eurobasketball, huh? I don't know, because Canada's not in Europe. Only smart <laughs> people know that. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. Anyways. It's the worst. <laughs> we got Broncos prop bets, predictions, all of that. Uh, we have a ton to get to, so let's just jump right into it because we're against the clock because Brandon decided to walk the entire West Coast. So now we have to do the podcast quickly so we can get ready for a fantasy draft that no one even prepared for on this podcast. You were still preparing for the podcast when I got back. Because <sighs> there's a lot into Listen, that's why I win the Pikmin things every year because I'm prepared. I'm like the that's Peyton why Manning I let of this you podcast. Win. No, that's not true. I'm like the Peyton Manning of this podcast. You're like the Kirk Cousins. You do good here and there. You win when you shouldn't, and then you lose when you should win. So, anyways, um, where do you want to start first? Do you want to hit on Russ's deal real quick? Do you want to get into predictions? Yeah, we can just over Russ's deal real quick because I, I mean I don't think there's a lot to talk about but no uh, five year extension 245 million 165 million guaranteed um, they had no choice really obviously uh, the Broncos wanted to get this done uh, he is now the third highest in terms of guaranteed contract behind Kyler Murray and Deshaun Watson um, he's 15 million ahead of Aaron Rodgers and uh, Josh Allen about 24 million ahead of Patrick Mahomes so, I mean, it is what it is. Listen, at this point, I'd rather be in this boat on this side of things than the other side of things where you're signing the makeshift Gorilla Glue duct tape QB. So, glad he'll be here. Russ is, what, 31, 32, or 33, something like that? I thought he was, like, 34. I don't think he's that old. Is he? I think he's, like, 32. Uh, let me see. He is... Okay, he's, he's 33. 33. So, we were right in the middle. He'll be... He'll be 34 this year. So, um, and then I think the, I forgot where I heard it. I think the last two years really are favoring the Broncos. So, yeah, they can, they'll just be able to cut them without being yeah. penalized. So, I mean, you get them for three years, which I like the deal. It's fine with me. Um, good for the Broncos getting it done. Okay. Well, the best part is, is it's just an extension. Yeah. So these next two years, their window is these next two years. Yep. It's essentially because he's not getting paid a lot this year, next year. Mm -hmm. um, so that is that's really their window, and I wouldn't even say this year's their window because I don't think they're good enough. So really, next year is a big year. Like if they're gonna win a Super Bowl in any year, it's gonna be next year. Yeah, I'd say probably within the next two years after this year. Um, I think we're both in agreement on that. Okay, predictions. Uh, first and foremost, we have to mention that I am the now two-time Pick'em champion. So I'm going for a three-peat. I'm kind of on like the first stint of the Jordan Bulls. So who knows? I'm expecting a parade. 
maybe, you know, if I three-peat, I think you should have to either make me a little trophy or a ring. I'll let you decide which, but um, <laughs> I, I want a trophy plaque or some sort of, um, you know, physical reward for this. Uh, do you want to start with our prop bets first, or do you want to start with division, playoff predictions, all that good stuff? Uh, we can go to the prop bets. Okay. Uh, I didn't know if we should do, like, separate ones for Wilson's stat line. Like, will he throw more for this, over or under that? So I just did Wilson's stat line. So I already have all mine laid out because you took forever. Do you want me <laughs> to go first, or do you want to go Oh, so, so you cheated. I didn't cheat. I didn't <sighs> cheat at all. Whatever. Listen, blame your wife for wanting to go on a walk <laughs> right before the podcast. So would you like to start? Or do you want me to start? Oh, uh, how, about, how yeah. about I'll start? Since I have everything written down. Yeah. I'll start. Uh, I'm So Russ, the last four years, two of the four years, he's thrown for more than 4,000 yards. Last year, obviously, he didn't. Uh, I think it was like 3,100. He was hurt, missed three games. So he still ended up throwing for like 3,100. Let me pull up his stuff again. Um, but I think he'll be right around a shade under 3,500. If we did do an over under, I was going to put it at 3,500, but I think he'll be around 3,497. I got super specific. You don't have to, uh, but I did 3,497, uh, 27 touchdowns, nine interceptions. I think last year he had like 25 touchdowns and he had like eight picks um, I'm just worried about the receiving core. Now with Tim Patrick going down, um, I don't know if Sutton will be the Sutton before he got injured. I have a lot of high hopes for Jerry Judy, but there's still some lingering doubt there. Tight end room is relatively unproven. Um, but I still think Russ has a, has a good year at quarterback, so that's that's where I'm at in terms of his predictions. Wow, that's a crap year. That's um, not a crap year. That's, that's pretty yeah, solid. Yeah, that's... That's that's not it. That's not a good year. That's, that's not that's good solid. enough. Well, you that's have to think too. Enough. They're not going to be a throwing offense. So, I mean, are you sure? Are mm-hmm. you sure about that? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You what, what? How many yards did you say? Thirty four. What? Thirty four ninety seven. Okay, thirty four ninety seven divided by seventeen. Do so you think he's only going to throw for two hundred and five yards per game? Yeah, roughly. I mean, right. I think he'll be in the 200s every game. This is not going to be a throwing offense. Like, the, uh, the Hackett I system it, I is, will. is the Kyle Shanahan, Mike Shanahan, like, that type of system. They have two backs that okay, can Okay, so what was load. Aaron Rodgers' numbers last year? Because uh, it's the same offense. Well, yeah, but they also don't have... Well, they did have Aaron Jones. Which one of them got hurt? It, and they it, also Aaron had Jones Devontae and AJ, Adams, though. So. And A.J. Dillon. Okay, who was behind Devontae Adams? They had Lazard. Yeah, it's, I think Valdez Jerry Judy's Scantling. better than Lazard. I think Jerry Judy's better that's, than Scantling. That's, that's remained to be seen. I think so, too, but that's TBD. Uh, I, I think he's over 4,000. I'll, I'll go ahead and say 4,245. Um, 45 touchdowns. No, uh, 42-45 okay. <laughs> yards. 4,245. Uh, and I'll say... Hmm. What do I want on touchdowns? Uh, I'll do... I'll do 37. And I, honestly, I feel like that's low. I think that's way high. I, I think there's... I think there's an opportunity... I think... 
I think Russ will be in the MVP discussion this year. Okay. And how many picks? Uh, ooh, I don't. Uh, how many does he generally throw? What did you say? Um, I said nine. <laughs> he's gotten ten or more four times in his career. But I mean, he's hit. He's typically around nine. Ten, nine, seven, eight, eleven, eleven, seven, five, thirteen, six. Yeah, I'll I'll do I'll do eleven. I, I think he has a really good year, and, and I actually like the wide receiver group. I think it's the best collective uh, wide receiver room that he's ever had. The, the best the best weapons, collective weapons he's ever had. Not the best talent individually, because I think DK is in, incredible. DK um, Yeah, but I, but I, I just think as a, as a whole, uh, I like their tight ends better than any tight ends that Seattle has had. Um, yeah, Jimmy, I like that for a little bit. I like Sutton. Um, I think Sutton will be closer to what he was a, a couple years ago before the ACL injury. I think Jerry Judy's going to have a really good year. I And honestly, the Tim Patrick injury does not bother me because I think KJ Hamler will end up being... Uh, I think KJ Hamler being on the field more instead of Tim Patrick being on the field it will actually be better for the Broncos going forward. Um, and I like Tim Patrick... I never understood why they gave him that that deal. It sucks that he got injured, but honestly, I think it's for the best because I I, I do think KJ Hamler is somebody that can be really really unique for this offense. He's gonna fill in that Tyler Lockett role, right? Where he's gonna be the guy getting three catches for ninety five yards and and two touchdowns type of type of stat lines. Whereas Jerry Judy is gonna be intermediate, um, short intermediate and Sutton will be intermediate and and deep. Um, I I think the receiver room is really really good, uh, and and the running backs and not just running the ball but pass catching. I I think Javante and and uh, Gordon are extremely good pass catching. Albert O will be fine. Uh, I like Dulich. Um, who's the other tight end they have? That's been uh, so well? they have Sauber Beck. Like Dulcich is on IR, so he's right. going to be out for the first five weeks. But it's Alberto, Beck, Saubert, and uh, who am I missing? Tomlinson. Yeah, I mean, I, we've heard a lot of good things about uh, Saubert uh, as far as with Russell Wilson and, and their connections. So, I honestly, I like the, the group. I think he has a better offensive line than he's really ever had uh, in Seattle, uh, I guess, since he was – in his first few years, they had a good offensive line. Um, so this is a, a great opportunity. I think it'll be in an offense that's going to be built around Russ, to be honest. I, I, I think there's going to be a lot of play action. Uh, there's going to be... It's, I don't think it's going to be, oh, Melvin Gordon and Javante are getting 20 carries each. I don't think it's going to be that type of offense. I don't think it's going to be a, a whole lot of money. It'll be a decent amount, but... I think they're gonna throw the ball a lot, not maybe not to where it was like Peyton Manning a lot, right? In in 2013, but I I do think it's gonna be more than than you think. Um, so I don't know. I I like this offense. I think they'll be a top ten offense. All right. Um, leader in carries, I have Javante leading it. They were split right down the middle, him and Melvin last year at two hundred three. Really? Yeah, they both had two hundred three. Oh. It's very funny. Um, I think Javante leads this year. I think he's going to get like 220 yeah. in there. Is that where you have it going as well? 
Yeah, yeah, it'll be Javante getting the majority of the carries. And, look, Gordon's getting a little bit older, too. He might get banged up throughout the year. So, yeah, I think I think Javante will probably have the majority of the carries. Well, and, and Melvin That's Gordon where I'm said... worried, though, because if one of them goes down, I, I don't... The, I don't... I mean, Mike Boone is fine, but there's not a lot of depth there at running back. No. So, got to stay um, healthy. Well, that and, and wide receiver, I don't think there's a lot of depth. But um, I think Melvin, too, said, I don't know if it was at the very end of training camp, but he said, you know, he knows that the Broncos want Javante to be the guy. That, you know, kind of his feel is that they want Javante to be the guy. I think early on I wouldn't be shocked if, if Melvin leads um, and then down the stretch of things, it's Javante. Um, because I don't think they want to put all the wear and tear on him early. Mm-hmm. Because with Melvin, he's back on, what, like a one-year deal? So I wouldn't be shocked if it's more 50-50, even more Melvin, uh, to start the year. And then coming down the home stretch, when things really matter, it's Javante getting those looks. Um, yeah. For Javante's stat line, I have 220 carries, 1,100 yards, six touchdowns. Um, he was just under 1,000 yards rushing last year. I think he was at like 850-something or close to 900. I think Melvin was in the 900s. Um, what do you have for Javante? Um, let's see, average, what, 4.4 yards per carry. Um, so. Which is insane. Yeah, um, (laughs) I'll say, I'll say he hits, I'll go like 1050. Um, he had four touchdowns last year. Uh, I'll say he doubles that. I'll go with, I'll go with nine, a little bit more than double. Okay. Uh, any carry amount prediction? Um, let's see. I have at two twenty. Uh, let's go with um. I'll do two thirty, two thirty five. Ooh, really hammering him. All right, um, leader in receiving yards. I'm not high on the wide receiver group. You obviously are, um, or at least higher than I am. Um, But I think this is going to be one of those situations where you're going to have a person that leads. Whoever leads in receiving yards is going to be different than whoever leads in catches, um, at least in my opinion. I think Judy is going to lead in receiving yards this year. I think he's he can do short, intermediate, and deep. Whereas with a guy like Sutton, I think he's more... I, not to say he can't work the the short and intermediate. I just think he's more of going to be the big play opportunity, like the like you said, the play action. Thinking they're going to look for him deep. He's the bigger body, win the fifty fifty balls. So I have Judy leaving, uh, leading and receiving yards this year. Um, I see. I'm so I'll, I think Sutton leads in yards. I think Judy will lead in catches. Okay. And I have I mean, Sutton leading in catches. And Sutton's only in year three? Mm-hmm. Is that right? Uh, yeah, he's four? old. I think he's oh. going into year four. Oh, never mind. I'm looking at Judy's numbers. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, okay. Yeah, he's in year uh, five. Um, And then for Judy's stat line, I have him at 68 catches, 1,027 yards, five touchdowns. A lot of people forget that Jerry Judy, his first year was at 800 yards, and he, yeah, he, only, he had a great year. He only had 
like 48 catches, if I'm and not And he mistaken. only started 14 games. Yeah. Uh, 856 yards, 52, 52 catches. 52 catches three and three touchdowns. touchdowns. And that was with the, the carousel of Drew Locke, Brett Rippon. Um, Joe Flacco. Joe right? Flacco. Uh, no. Not no. Joe. Oh, no, um, never mind. That was the year before. But I think there was like three or four guys that played that year. Brandon Allen, oh. I'm pretty sure, I think, played that year. Um, so he did that, okay, with that group. Bad offense. And then the next year, he gets hurt, obviously, week one, um, after having a great start to that Giants game. And then he comes back, and he's only used to do fake end-arounds. He's, he's used as a decoy, and he still gets 467 off of 38 catches. I think if there's anybody that's primed that will benefit most from Russ, at least I'm hoping, it's Jerry Judy. Yeah, um, and I think he, he has a breakout year, 68 catches, 1,027 yards, five touchdowns, somewhere in that realm. What do you have a prediction for Jerry Judy? Yeah, do you agree I mean, also wait. that Judy could have a breakout year? Oh, yeah. I, well, I think both both Sutton and Judy have great years. Um, look, I, I have Russ throwing for over 4,000 yards and 38, 37, 38 touchdowns. So, um, yeah, I think they both hit over a thousand for sure. I'll go with for Judy. I'll go with uh, I'll go with ninety two catches, Oof. uh, thirteen hundred yards, wow, eight, eight touchdowns. Wow. I'm telling you, I think this team's gonna throw the ball a lot. Okay. I think this is gonna be a fun year. I think this is gonna be a very fun year for this offense. I hope so. Um. Leader in touchdowns on offense. This one's tricky. Um, Wait, I want to say Sutton's. <laughs> okay, let me, uh, let me find room for Sutton. Uh, what, how many yards did I say for Judy? Sutton, uh, or 1,300. Okay, so I'll go for Sutton. I'll go uh, 80, 88 catches, uh, 1,400 yards. And then I think he'll have more touchdowns. I think he'll have 12 to 14. <laughs> you are, you're way high on these guys. Okay. I think those two will get the majority of the catches. Okay. Um, they'll be the majority of the offense, as at least in the passing game. And then you'll kind of see Hamler beat right around the 500 range. Alberto will be right around that range, like 400, 500. Um, but Russ doesn't... I don't feel like Russ really spreads the ball around, right? He's going he's gonna to get it to those two guys and let them make plays. Um so I don't think it's going to be like, whereas Peyton, when he was here, it was more spread out uh, where you had maybe DT at 1,200 and Decker at 1,100 and, you know, Welker was at eight 900 or 1,000, whatever. Like, it was more spread out. Um, I, I think I think this year it's going to be more so those Sutton and Judy getting the majority. Hamler will be right around 500. Now we're a little less than that. Um, so leaders in touchdowns on offense, I have Melvin Gordon. If there's one thing that Melvin Gordon is really good at, it's just getting into the end zone. I mean, I think last year he had 10 total. I think he had eight rushing touchdowns and two receiving touchdowns. Uh, he's just been really good at it in his career. I, you think it's going to be more of an air type offense. I think they're going to be more on the ground. Um, it's probably going to be somewhere in the middle, ideally. Um, or however they get wins. I don't I don't really care at this point. Um, but I think Melvin gets around 10. Yeah, 10 last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'll 10 go, is going to be hard to beat, but I, I think he probably gets around 10. Maybe 10 to 12. Yeah, I'll go around like 7. Same with Melvin. So you have Melvin leading in touchdowns on offense? Uh, no, I'll, I think I think 
I think Javante will lead in touchdowns. I think they'll both be right around the same, though. I'll go eight, Javante, seven for Melvin. Okay. So Javante I'll go pretty, pretty even as far as touchdowns go. Well, I mean, you did have Sutton, too, at 12 to 14. So I guess he would be your leader in touchdowns. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, yes. <laughs> if we're talking about just running the ball, I would say. No, yeah. Just, just in general. Who's going to lead in touchdowns on offense? Oh, uh, Sutton, then, yeah. Okay. I, I think he's the red zone guy. Um, the O-line gave up 30, like, uh, 40 sacks last year. Um, how many sacks do you think they give up this year? I said 35. Because they, they should theoretically be a little bit better. You get Billy Turner back. Um, Quinn Miners is going to be starting now at right guard instead of Glasgow. Uh, but the left side center on to the left is going to be the same guys. I think they, they improve a little bit. So I, I said 35. Yeah, Russ gets sacked a lot because he will hold on to the ball. Uh... Yeah, I would say 38. Um, best player on offense this year. I said Jerry Judy. Sounds like Sutton for you. <laughs> yeah, I, th I think Sutton's going to have a great year. Look, I like Jerry Judy. I think he'll have a really good year. Um, I just think Sutton lines up more so with what Russ wants to do. Okay. Which, I mean, makes sense because, I mean, you look at a guy like, you know, DK Metcalf. I mean, he a lot of he's success, six, but... right. He's 6'4". He's a jump ball guy. He catches everything. I think Judy will still have drop issues. I okay. just, I, I think the first guy in most cases that Russ is going to be looking at is Sutton. Okay. Um, and this is obviously the best player non-Russ. Ideally, Russell is your best player on offense. Yeah, cool, yeah. If he's having a great like, year. If Sutton is the best non-Russell Wilson player, then that means Russell Wilson is the best player. Yeah. Um leader in sacks this year so i was going through the sacks last year can you can you take a guess who led the broncos in sacks last year um uh probably is it vaughn no oh, okay mm -mm. i was gonna say that'd be pretty sad if half the year uh i'll say uh i'll, I'll say shelby you... harris yep I was gonna no say no he's... draymond jones draymond no, jones you're right shelby harris i was really right wow he shelby had six harris. sacks last year that led the broncos yeah that's terrible <laughs> uh draymond jones was at five and a half um okay this year you get a kind of a makeover in the pass rushing group obviously you hope chubb's gonna be back for a full year from everything out of campus he looks great this is as healthy as mm -hmm. he's ever been but i feel like you hear that all the time um obviously gregory I think he's going to be ready for week one. Um, they got rid of Malik Reed, which was kind of surprising to me. Um, and yeah. then you have Baron Browning. So um, Nick Budino. Yeah, Cooper is uh, still there. Cooper. So you, you still have kind of those. Draymond's still guys. there. Yeah, Draymond. Um, so if you had to choose who's going to be the leader in sacks, who would you choose? Uh, I Look, and I've... I've said this, so I, I, and I don't know if you've changed your mind. I think the front seven is the best uh, part of this defense. I, um, I, I hate the secondary. I think you've got yeah, two no. great players, and the rest is has a lot to prove. Um, I mean, Ojemudi can't even beat our rookie. So I, I think there's a lot of issues uh, in the secondary. The front seven, I think, is really good. I think Griffith is going to be surprising as far as a run-stopping uh, linebacker. He is going to be out the... for the first four weeks, though. So. Okay, they've announced he's out for the first four. Well, um, I, I think he's at least going to miss the first couple of weeks because he, he dislocated that elbow. So right. when he did it at the time, um, I think they said it's like a four- to six-week injury. So. Okay, so he'll miss the first couple of weeks then. But 
like I said, I I I like the group, uh, and you never really see when a team has success in getting after the passers. Not usually, oh, they just have one or two guys. Yeah, it's four, five, six guys that they. It's just it's hell. Um, and that's what you. I mean, go back to the Super Bowl Fifty team. Yeah, Vaughn was great, but they had Demarcus Ware. Uh, they had. Um, Derek Wolf, Malik Jackson. Uh, Derek Wolf, Malik Jackson, right. They had multiple, Jack multiple Barrett. guys. Jack Barrett. They had multiple guys that could get after. Even Trevathan and Brandon Marshall got after quarterback. I, this group, I really like. It's not that group, obviously. Um, I think I don't think the sack leader is really going to have double digits. I don't think anyone gets to 10. Mm-hmm. I'll say Chubb leads it at like 8 or 9. We're in sync. I think Bradley Chubb, because he's going into i mean at this point Chubb's he's career, in his prime at this point well no well, not just that but he, he should be of the mindset i have to prove it because yeah. he had the great first year he's been hurt ever since and the broncos did pick up his fifth year option but mm-hmm. i mean it's it's getting to to the time where he's he's got to start putting up some good some good prove it stuff to get yeah. a, to get that next contract i have chubb as well leading it um i have him at eight and a half this year um, which, you know, he, he had 12 his first year. I think he had seven and a half um, the year before last, before, um, which I think he got hurt that year too. Um, so I have him at eight and a half. If you have a number for him, what is it? Uh, I'll go nine. Okay. But um, yeah, like I said, I think it'll be a collective group. I love Baron Browning. I think he's going to be great. Uh, I've talked a ton about Nick Bonito. Uh, they, they really, I mean, there should be... Uh, and Draymond Jones, I think, will actually have a really good year. He'll probably be right. I think everyone's going to be right around five to seven. Yeah. And then Chubb will be at eight or nine. Ideally. Um, Gregory over under sacks for him. The highest he's gotten is six. I have him over at seven. I'll say, I'll say, un, I'll say, oh man, that's a good number of six. I'll say, gosh, I, I was going to say six. Um, yeah, that's I'll his say five. Five? Okay. Yeah, that would be just, extremely I, like said, disappointing if he can't at least get his career high. Well, look, it, it it's not just about sacks either. I, as long as right. they're getting pressure right. and You're it's right. it's guys like Draymond Jones getting there or Chubb or you know if he's forcing uh, guys to step up and, and we've seen yeah. what Draymond can do. I mean, Draymond's right. turning just, into a player. So. Right. I, well, and, and here's the thing: if Draymond Jones has 12, 13 sacks this year, I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't. Well, that's ins- that's that would be insane. I don't know. Well, if look, any it, it, it does so it does sound insane, but here's the thing, right? When you have those edge rushers, quarterbacks will be stepping up, and if they step up, who's going to get those sacks? It's going to be Draymond Jones. So if they're if the edge rushers do their job and push the the quarterbacks up, Draymond Jones is going to get a lot. So okay. I wouldn't be shocked if because I was debating between Chubb and Draymond Jones as far as sack leaders. I think Draymond Jones is going to have a really good year. I originally had Draymond Jones, but then I was like, oh, wait, Bradley Chubb is still here. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't uh, – that getting double digits at that position, you know, guys in the middle, I mean, that's – the only guys that really do mm-hmm. that are like prime J.J. Watt and Aaron Donald. Right. Like those type of guys. I don't know if Draymond is Well, that. they're out there getting 20, though. Like, I, you know, I'm not saying Draymond's going to be – you know, getting twenty. But still, I mean, even to get double digits in that area, I think that's a lot. Yeah. But I, I mean, if he I can think, get, I think it's doable though. If he can get six to eight, perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. Leaders in tackle tackles this year. Last year it was Kareem Jackson, uh, which isn't good. 
I don't think you no, want your safeties good. to be your leading tacklers. I'll go Griffith. I, okay. And he's going to miss he might miss a couple games, but I'm going to go Griffith. I, I think he's going to... I think he was a really... I think he was really good last year. Uh, he played at the end of last year, right? Um, uh, no, it was the guy that they signed from the Rams. And, oh, that's right. It was Young. Uh, I forgot and, uh, who was the other one. Because Jewel and Alexander don't call me right. Alex or whatever. AJ. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think Griffith, Griffith will be... I mean, in, in that first game, before he got hurt, he was playing really well. So, uh, yeah, I think Griffith will be the leading tackler. Um, I have Josie Jewell as the leading tackler. Um, he's a really... I mean, when he has played well, he's he's really instinctive. He gets to the ball. So, I'm, I'm going to go with Josie Jewell. Leader in interceptions. Uh, uh, Simmons was it last year with five. Um I think he leads it again this year. Um, just because no one's he's gonna, no one's going to challenge Sertan. That that was my reasoning. Um, <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to throw at Pat. So I think if there's anybody that does do it, it's Justin Simmons because he he can roam around and he's turned yeah. into a ball hawk type of safety. Yep. Um, he's definitely a top five guy at his position. You can argue he's probably top three. Um, you know, at this point, I know I think it took me and you a little bit longer to jump on the Justin Simmons train. We were never yeah. like he sucks. But we just never were like, oh, he's the immediate best. Well, because he wasn't creating turnovers right. until last year. That was the big. That was the big thing for me. Is yeah, he was a he's a fine, you know, safety. He, he just never tack, he, he tackles. Never popped. He just, it really felt right. Like. He never did anything that made you like notice him every week. Right now he's doing that. So well, I, think I also he, think having Sutton or having Sutton, having a Sertana at, at corner last year helped. Uh, mm -hmm. Like that, that's a big deal because now you're taking away half the field. Yeah. And so now Simmons is okay. Well, I'm going to either stay middle or stay on this side and help out Darby or whoever the, whoever was on, on the other side. Uh, I'm curious to see where his interceptions were and see where Sertan was and where Simmons was. Uh, if you break down those specific plays, because what Sertan does, uh, Sertan is the best player on the defense at this point. Over uh, Yes, yes. Because I, I think you can credit Sertan to at least three of those picks for Simmons. Because what 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 Pat what I don't think people realize how good Pat Sertan, like, and look we were upset when they took him over Justin Fields, but I when when that happened, I was like, well, Sertan's gonna be a top five corner in the league at some point. Well, and he's he's I, already getting that praise. And, and he. Already. He's probably already a top five corner in the league, which is kind of insane. He's special. He's special. I, he's not, you know, he's not going to ever have crazy interception numbers like, like Trayvon Diggs because Diggs actually gives up yards. Sertan doesn't give anything up. I, he's... Well, it's like he's Champ a, Bailey. I mean, Champ never got yeah, interceptions. He's champ. Yeah, Pat Sertan is champ. And, and I know a lot of people compare him because it's Broncos and blah, blah, blah. But that's what he does. He, he shuts down the whole other side of the field and it makes it easier for mm -hmm. those other ball hawk safeties that's on the on, on on the team to go and get picked. So I think you can, if you were to go back, I'm curious, now I kind of want to go back and look at Justin Simmons' interceptions and see what Pat Sertan is doing on that play. I could guarantee you that you're crediting Sertan with those, with at least two or three of those picks. And that's not that's not to say that Justin Simmons isn't as good as he is. Hmm. I'm just saying that you know he's he's good enough to take advantage of it, right? Um, but what Sertan does is, I, it's 
it's so hard in this league to do what he does because of the rules and because of the talent at wide receiver. I he's he's uh, he's a very special player, but the problem is when you look at the secondary, it's just those two guys. I don't like anyone else in the secondary. Cream is old. I like Cream Jackson. He's good at tackling. I don't think he's going to do much else. Uh, I hope Caden Stearns has a good year. I hope he kind of steps up because I, I think that's probably the third best DB on the team. Darby's fine, but he's going to get picked on a lot, and I think he's going to kind of get exposed. And then whoever the hell is corner three is going to get uh, absolutely well, torched. What about Quan Williams, the guy they got from San Fran? If he stays healthy, I I just... I, I, it's, He's See, had I think a lot of injuries. Is way more proven than I think the the front seven yeah, is a bunch of guys that I'll say this: the, the secondary is more. Yeah, the secondary is more proven as far as being on the field, not counting Williams, and we they've been they've we've seen them be great. Specifically, Simmons and and Sertan. We know like Pop and they're the two best players on the defense. What I'm saying, though, is when it comes down to depth uh, and when it comes down to just everyone pulling their weight, I think the front seven's better. Okay. I don't I don't think there's a weakness in the front seven uh, as far as I don't think there's a, a big weak link, right? I, DJ Jones is going to be fantastic up the middle. Draymond Jones as a defensive end. You've got Chubb. As long as they – and even if they get hurt, let's say Chubb and Gregory only play half the season. Well, Cooper played great last year. I think Benito was a steal, and Baron Browning looks like he's going to be a really good pass rusher, edge rusher. So depth-wise, even if Chubb and Gregory get hurt, I'm not worried about those guys. I'm not worried about the edge rushers. Um, whereas if Sertan gets hurt, yeah, secondary screwed. Okay. All right. Sertan we'll makes the secondary go. If he goes down or if Simmons goes down, it's going to be a disaster. Well, I, I think I'd agree with you that the secondary is more top-heavy, but I think when I look There's at... two guys. When I look at... Um, well, I mean, Kareem, I think... I just think the the front seven is way more unproven. There may be more yeah. depth there, but even the I depth is more still talent. unproven. I, I think the front seven is better. I think there's more talent in the front seven. Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully it doesn't get tested, and hopefully we don't even have to even worry about it. But uh, you also have Simmons leading in interceptions, right? Yeah, he probably has like five or six. Um, okay, so you're going over five. I had an over under at five. Oh, I, I say under. Uh, at four. God, I would say push. <laughs> um, yeah, I was gonna say push, but I'll say under. Uh, I guess the safe bet's under, so I'll, I'll go under. Okay. Um, so I have him at four. Are you going four as well? Yeah, three or four, I guess. Okay. I feel like he could hit five. I think. I don't he know can. if he, he probably. I don't know if I don't know if he hits six though. Like, if you put it at four and a half. I'll go over. <laughs> so. Uh, Sertan interception prediction. I said three. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think three or four. Okay. If he even gets that many opportunities. Right. I mean, he's not gonna get. But to be fair, he had three last year. Um, they might be blowing out teams more often this year, right? So their other teams are gonna have to throw the ball. You know what? I'll go. I'll go four or five. I'll go five for. for well, that means I have him leading. Shoot, I can't do that. <laughs> um. I'll go Simmons five, Sertan four. Okay. All That's right. Hard. Um, pro bowlers on offense. Who are they going to be? Sutton, 
Ross. And that's it. Okay. I have Rush, Javante, and Judy. I um, don't think Javante makes it if he... Javante would have to run for 1,300 plus. I mean, you look at the AFC running backs, though, outside of uh, Jonathan Taylor. I mean, Nick yeah, Chubb had a down year last year. We'll see yeah, if Najee Derek... Har- yeah, Najee Harris, Derek yeah, Henry. Derek Henry has to stay healthy. Um, but I think they choose, what, three or four? So I, I, mean, don't, if, well, I don't know how many they choose. If, if Javante has a, a good year... You know, and I think this year people are really going to focus on them. There's going to be more primetime games. If he yeah, plays maybe. like he did last year and he breaks tackles, I think he's he could be a shoe in. He he would need the carries though. Which I think he'll get 220. You have him at 235. So I think, I think he, he would. He I think I, yeah, but I'm saying 235 would get him like 11, 1200 yards. 1200. I I think he would need 1300 plus. Um, Pro Bowlers on defense. I have Simmons, Sertan, and I'm gonna go Chubb. I'm gonna I'm gonna step out here in faith a little bit. I'm gonna I'll go. go I'll go Simmons, Sertan, and Draymond Jones. That might be the more sure thing right there. But. And you know what? I'll say. No, that's it. I, I want to see DJ. I think DJ Jones is gonna be really good. I don't think he's gonna get recognized for it though. So. Never mind. But I think DJ Jones can be one of the better players on the defense. Okay. Um, all pros on offense. I have Russ. How many all pros are there? I think you get Is- three. And I, I feel like I've heard something to where Russ has never been an all pro before. Yeah, I mean, I think he's going to have a really good year. So I'll say he, him. I think Sutton's going to have a hell of a year. I'll go Sutton. Okay, Russ and Sutton. Uh, I put all pros on defense, Simmons and Sertan. Yeah, I agree. Okay. The only reason I don't want to go with Sutton is just because there's so much depth at wide receiver. But if he has 80 plus catches and 1300 yards and double digit touchdowns, he's going to be an all pro. Um, offense will average blank points per game. I have it at 26. Oh, I'll go. I'll go 29. Okay. Um, I have the, the magic number there will be 30. I have them scoring like if they around gotta get to thirty this year. So. If they want to, especially against good teams, if they if they're gonna win a lot, they they need to they need to get to thirty. So twenty nine times seventeen is four ninety three. So I'll put that at what you think they're gonna score. I think they'll score around four fifty. Um, defense points per game average. I actually think they're gonna give up a little bit more points per game. If there's one thing that Vic Fangio's defenses did well, is they didn't let the other team score. I think all years he was here, they were under twenty in terms of points per game they gave up. So I think this year they give up 21. Um, yeah, I'll go... Uh, I don't like the secondary. I'll, I'll go 23. All right. Uh, defense, let's see. So you said 23, so 17 times 23. So you think they'll give up 391. I said around 357. Um defense will force blank turnovers um i tried to see how many they did last year i don't think they did that much uh i said 18 that might be a light number but um i just have questions about the defense I, i'm not 100 percent sold on them yet yeah um at 18 uh, yeah i don't know how many turnovers they create I'll go 20. Okay. 
Um, defense will get blank sacks. So I think I have seven for Gregory, eight and a half for Chubb. So that's 15 and a half. I think Draymond's good for five to six. So I'd say somewhere in the 30 range. I'll, I'll go 30. Yeah, I'll go... Uh... And they get maybe a little bit more. I'll go 35. Okay. Offense will be ranked statistically among all teams. Uh, where? I have them at 11th. I think they'll be around 11th. Uh, what was that for? Uh, so where will the offense be ranked offensively? Okay. Yeah, I think they'll be a top 10 offense. I'll go. I'll go 10. I don't think it's going to be high top 10. (laughs) I think it'll be on the edge of top 10. Um, Defense, I said they'll be ranked around 12th. Uh, I'll go like 15. But you're higher on the defense. I'm higher on the offense. That's funny. I mean, but I still feel like I'm not that high on the defense. (laughs) Like, I think they have talent to be around top 10. I just don't know if they're good enough to be top 10. I just, that secondary scares the hell out of me. And I'm vice versa with the front. So, I mean, there's there's guys on the front that if I if they're healthy, I feel good about, right? Like Draymond, I feel good about. Chubb, if he's healthy, I feel good about. Gregory, even if even extent, if those guys about. don't, I I like Browning a lot, and I I I love Benito. And like I've said, if they used Benito how Dallas used uh, Micah Parsons last year, I think he he would be top five in rookie of the year. We'll see. Um, and then lastly, over under wins. I saw some places at it at nine and a half for them. Some places at it at ten. I went through the schedule one more time because I know we did it early when the schedule released. Um, and I think we were both around like the ten to twelve range. I have it. I settled on eleven. I think they get eleven wins. Uh, yeah, I'm right on. I'm right with you. I think eleven is the is the number for them. So we're both at eleven. There. Twelve is. A, I feel like twelve is a lot, especially with the schedule. Well, when I when I went through it again, and we can kind of just quickly go through it. Um, this time when I went through it, I had it at thirteen, and I was like, "There's no way they win thirteen games." But I think they start three and one. I think they beat Seattle, beat Houston. I think they split between uh, Vegas and and San Fran. So I think you start three and one there. You have a indie Thursday night game after that Raiders game, and then you have the Chargers the next week, so I think they split there as well. So I think you come out, what is that, 4-2 and two out of the first six games, and then you get Jacksonville and New York, the Jets. So I think you win those two, so that's 6-2 and two going into the bye week in week 9. Um, and then you come out of that versus Tennessee, who I think is worse now than what they were. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a win. I think before the season, I had it at a loss. So you come out of that seven and two. I think you split with the Raiders this year, eight and two. I think you beat Carolina nine and two. Um, and of course, this is all you know health affirming. Um, right. I think you lose to Baltimore because they just have our yep. number East Coast game in Baltimore nine and three. Uh, I think you split with Kansas City, so I think they beat that them here. So yep. ten and three. I think they beat Arizona eleven and three. I think you lose to the Rams, lose to Kansas City, um, and then you split with the Chargers too. So. I think that's still 13, but I, I think they'll get around 11. Because there's always some yeah. games you think they win, they lose. There's some games right. you think they lose, they win. So. Oh, my God. I just want to say something. Our fantasy draft is in an hour. We have the uh, 
Oh, we have the draft order. What do you think you're at? I don't want to be first. You're first. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm trading. I'm trading the pick. I don't want the pick. Well, what's worse, I have the, I I am at two. I'm right after you. Oh man, what an ass roll. Unbelievable. That's crap. I'm taking Josh Allen right off the rip. I don't care what oh, any of you. Do. I'm so mad. I don't want the second pick. That's trash. Uh I'm gonna do something really stupid. I'm gonna be that oh, guy. Oh man. That's now. absolute crap. I did not want all right. Well let's move on. I'm I'm yeah, I'm upset. Well, your mom's just going to whip me again this year anyway, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> um, okay, division predictions. Um, actually, let's real quick, let's just knock out the uh, NFL award predictions. Um, Coach of the year. Who do you think that'll be? Um, I think Hackett has a really good shot. I, I was just going to say, I think Hackett has a, has <laughs> a good go, shot. I'm going to go Hackett. It's a uh, huge turnaround. This has been a franchise that's been down in the dumps. I'm going to go Hackett. Um. Gosh, I'm gonna go. You know what? I'll go. Um. Uh, do I really want to go? Think about going with the Chargers. Oh, you know what? No, I'll go with Nick Sirianni for the Eagles. Okay. I think the Eagles have a good year. Um, comeback player of the year. I think Henry's firm in that conversation am i missing anybody that got hurt uh, i'm gonna year? go i'm gonna go christian mccaffrey i don't know i'm gonna go derrick henry c-mac is just ugh, at some know. point he's got to have a healthy year right i don't know i mean outside of that first year he's just been he's just been banged up um offensive rookie of the year i can't even remember who the rookies were Offensive rookie of the year. I'm gonna you know what? I'm gonna go hmm. I'm gonna go George Pickens. The Steelers wide receiver? Yeah. I he had a hell of a preseason. Yeah. They're gonna have to throw the ball quite a bit. I'll, I'll go George Pickens. I, I like I really wanna go with uh Reese Hall, but he's splitting back there. So Chris Olave. Um, that would be a good one, too. Yeah, Chris Olave is a good one. But, I mean, is Thomas back? Like, he's healthy, right? Mm -hmm. And they had they brought in Landry. So well, I, think, I, I, I thought I read something that um, something happened with Michael Thomas. I think he got hurt again. I don't know. I'm going to go Olave. I mean, if Michael Thomas doesn't get playing time because he's hurt, I, I, probably Olave. I'm going to go Pickens, though. I'll stick with Pickens. Um, defensive rookie of the year. Um, Gosh, I have to remember now who was even drafted. You have um, the guy Sauce Gardner, Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, yeah, Aiden Kayvon Thibodeau, but he got hurt. Kayvon Walker, Stingley with the Texans, Kobe Dean with the Eagles, Jordan Davis. This one's tough. I'll, I'll just go Aiden. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go Sauce Gardner. Yeah, I was thinking about that. It's so hard for corners to win. 
Well, I mean, that team's going to suck. So I don't think they're going to suck. They're, they're going to suck. We we looked oh. at their schedule. They're going to suck. Well, their schedule is brutal, but they'll win like six or seven. That games. still means they suck. So I mean, if you don't make the playoffs, three. you suck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, All right. Well, well, the Broncos missed the playoffs after winning eleven games. I guess they, they suck. The um. Okay. Offensive Player of the Year. Hmm. Um. I'm. You know what? I like this one. I'm going Justin Jefferson. It's a good one. I think Justin Jefferson has a massive year. It's a good one. Um, I'm so mad about my pick. Oh my god! I'm so pissed. I'm devastated. I'm gonna go Jonathan Taylor. That's a good one, but I don't know if he matches what he did last year. Yeah, and I'm, I'm worried. I'm always worried when it comes to running backs just staying healthy too. Yeah. So. Um, but we'll see. Defensive player of the year. Um, I think Miles Garrett has a really good shot. You know what? I'm going to go with Joey Bosa. Wow. It's kind of bringing random. in that it's a, it's, it's out there, but bringing in, um, uh, Mac, I think it'll help out Joey Bosa. And, uh, I think he'll have a huge year. You know and he'll have he'll have a lot of chances to get sacks too because that team's gonna have to throw the teams are gonna have to throw the ball a lot against them. I'm gonna go Micah Parsons. I was gonna do it too, but I I went I went crazy. Uh, MVP, I'm gonna go Josh Allen because I think they make it to the Super Bowl. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go Justin Herbert. What? Okay, that's all right. That's, I think they get offense player of the year and defense player of the year. That's kind of out there, but I think Justin Herbert has a crazy year. Okay. Um, all right. Let's get to our division predictions. AFC oh, yeah. North. You're going to lose your mind on this one. Uh, well, you always have some weird stuff each year, so it's, you know, that's why you lose. <laughs> yeah, and, and, uh, and I get them right. So uh, yeah, I did better than lose, you. You lose pick them. You win these little weird things. But I, like I said, you win the battle, but I win the war. All right? Uh, eh. Um, Cleveland is going to be missing Deshaun Watson. Cincy, I think it's between Cincy and Baltimore, obviously. I just, I'm just not in love with Lamar Jackson. Like, he's a great player, but I just. I'll go Cincy. Yeah, I just don't. But they have no wide receivers. You can't say anything about Lamar passing the ball because he has no one to throw it to other than Mark Andrews. How much of that, though, is the receivers not wanting to play there? They just traded. No, they just traded their best wide receiver and got no one back. Yeah, but, I mean, you don't see, like, receivers in free agent free agency flocking there, though. What wide receiver was a free agent this past year that could have gone there? Jarvis Landry? Ooh, congrats. Tyrell Williams. No, I'm just kidding. I don't think he was. Um, okay, AFC South. Uh, Matt Ryan's in Indy now. Tennessee's a little bit worse. I'm gonna go Indy. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go Indy. That's an easy one. I put Baltimore down for you for the AFC North. Let me switch that. Uh, AFC East, uh, Buffalo by landslide. Yeah, it's not even close. Um, AFC West. Now, no, I want to do this one last. Let's do this one last. Um, NFC okay. North. 
<laughs> NFC North. Uh, I'm going first here. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings. I'm not gonna even say anything on that. Packers, we're just gonna move on. It's that time of year. I don't. I don't need Kirk to ruin my day today. Ugh. It's like you know how some people like have triggers in life. It's just like some people don't like cotton. Some people don't like needles. Uh, Minnesota Vikings are my trigger. They just. You say that, and it just. Ah, I just. Uh, okay. Moving on. NFC South. Um, oof, I guess Tampa by default. I feel um, like New Orleans is a sneaky one. I see. I think Carolina is a sneaky one. I'll go Tampa Bay. What? But Carolina is interesting. Carolina is interesting. <laughs> okay. I. I, I'll place it. I'll place it. But you think the Saints will be second in that division? I'm yes. gonna bet Carolina second in that division. Okay, going ahead. All right, ten dollar crumble. I got Carolina. You got Saints. Oh, absolutely. Carolina will be the better team. Baker Mayfield, Christian McCaffrey is gonna hopefully be healthy. I I pray now. I really pray. Uh, and uh, I I like their wide receiver room and I like their defense. They have one of the best safeties in the league. They have a couple young, nice corners. They got Brian Burns. I like him. Yeah, I remember Brian Burns. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> no one likes him, I'll tell you that much. Uh, I love Brian Burns. He's fun. Yeah, why don't? <laughs> Why can I not? Okay. <laughs> Crumble bet. And it says Carolina will be better than New Orleans. And second best team in NFC South. Watch them both have like three wins. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Marcus Mariota leads. The Falcons do a great year. <laughs> then we'll both look like clowns. Uh, all right, so we're both on Tampa Bay. You got some weird st every NFL season, man. You get some weird stuff cooking in your head. I usually get them right though. No, well, I mean, I yes, yes. Some for some reason, yes, you do, but not this one. NFC East. Uh, I got Philly. Yeah, Dallas. I think took a step back. Yep, Philly's no the best Cooper. team in that division. Lose Randy Gregory. Getting Giants, A.J. Brown. Blah. Yeah, A.J. Yeah, yeah. That defense is really good. Philly will win that debate. Yeah, that one's easy. Tackles like 6-9. So. I've already placed a, a bet on Philly winning that division. Um, the Cowboys NFC... are favored. It's insane. Really? Uh, yeah. There's no way they won the division. Uh, NFC West. Second best division in the league. Uh, this one's so difficult. Uh. Well, we already know Seattle's not doing anything, so no, just... and I don't think Arizona will. It's between no. the Rams and the Niners. The the uh, here's the thing: it's Trey Lance. Trey Lance is the question, right? If Trey Lance ends up being really good, maybe not like you know. <sighs> uh, I really want to go Niners. Uh, 
just I, I don't I don't know about Lance. I I'm gonna go Rams. And, okay. and now we get to the gauntlet. The AFC West. This one's easy for me. I've wrestled with this one a lot. Um, but I'm just gonna go back to with my gut. I'm going the Chargers. I think they're the best team in the division. I know it's the Chargers. Whenever you put expectations on them, they do Charger things. I think they have the best roster in the division. I think they finally catch a break in health. Um, I think they win the division this year. Yep, I agree. I think this is easy. Kansas City has a brutal schedule, and we all they all have a, a brutal schedule. Yep. But um, I think the Chargers have the easier of the three, not counting the Raiders. Um, I just... I think they'll all win 10 or 11 games. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the Raiders will probably be at right around six or seven. I think they kind of just fall apart at the end there. Um, I just, Justin Herbert's so good. That offense is really good. Drafting a couple of offensive linemen. At, I don't know. I don't, their corners are their weak point, but even then I like their corners. Well, I mean, they got JC Jackson who had a great yeah, year last right. year. And, and they have the rookie or they have the, uh, not rookie anymore. Second year corner, uh, uh, Sante Samuel jr. Mm-hmm. Um, or is he in year three? I don't I know. I think he's year two. And then he paired that with Derwin James. If he can stay healthy. Right. I just, that's the thing though, right? Is they got that defense has to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. I just, I well, think, the I think they do. I mean, it seems yeah. like the Chargers have made it relatively unscathed throughout. I mean, this no. is normally when you hear of all their injuries right. now. So it I, sounds like they're so them. good. They're so good. I honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if they ran away with the division and the Broncos and Chiefs were sitting at nine wins. Yeah. And, and the Chargers end up with twelve. I wouldn't I, be shocked. I think the Chargers have a real shot to do something this year. Um, yeah. I think, I, if you told me it was the Chargers and the Bills in the AFC Championship yeah. game, wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what mine will be. So, and you can make an argument that two leaders in MVP award this year will be Josh Allen and Justin Herbert. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay, NFC wild cards. Hmm. Um, okay. Let me I'm go through this. I have. I'll go Saints. Niners. Huh. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. Saints, Niners. Then it's between the Cowboys and Vikings. <laughs> That's funny to me. That logo is just looking dead in the face, even though that Viking is staring to the right. I'm going to go the Cowboys. I'll go. I don't think the Cowboys make the playoffs. I'll go Green Bay. I'll go San Fran. I want to do it. Um, God, the NFC is so weak. Green Bay, San Fran. Put Carolina in there, tough guy. Arizona. Coward. Uh, AFC wild cards. I'll go Denver, Kansas City. Uh, Denver, Kansas City, Baltimore? and oh god, um, I don't think the Titans make it. I, I don't think the Raiders make it. I don't think the Browns make it. The Steelers won't. 
I would say that the it's between the Ravens and the Dolphins. What? Wait, what? As far as Denver, Kansas City, I think we both agree. Denver, Kansas City. Yeah. And then the Baltimore. third team. Not Miami? You don't no. like Miami? No. Really? No, I don't believe in Tua. What did they do last year? I might just go with Miami just to go against you on this one. Please do. They went 9-8 and eight last year. They were solid, actually, last year. I'm going to go Miami. I don't. I. I don't. New I coach, don't though. get what Baltimore is doing. I don't understand. Yeah. Well, I think uh, by the power of just Lamar Jackson, they get dragged to the wild card. Um, conference championship in the AFC. I think it's Chargers, Bills, and Buffalo. Uh, <laughs> I'll go. Uh, AFC championship. I'll go. Bills and Chiefs. Rematch. I think the Chargers choking the playoffs, like usual. In Buffalo or in Kansas City? Obviously, it has to be in Buffalo. Oh, in, in Buffalo, yeah. yeah. Um, well, there'll be 13 seconds left on the clock again. <laughs> <laughs> I think we get. I think we get the rematch everyone wants in the AFC Championship game. I I don't want. And the by Chiefs by there. that point, I think Kansas City figures it out, right? I think Kansas City is going to start off slow, but they'll figure it out. I don't, and I don't look, losing Tyree Kill sucks, but I like Juju. I don't I mean, people, no, people I think crap that, on Juju. I think that drastically changes their offense. I think they'll still be good. I mean, they'll uh, be well, yeah. Well, it's not it's, Juju's not you know running a hundred miles an hour. It's going to change their offense, but is that a bad thing? Well, maybe not. Maybe not for Patrick Mahomes. Right. That's what I'm saying. I think maybe the offense more balanced. Um, NFC Championship, and they still got Hardman, by the way, who is extremely fast. So, okay. um, he's still really good. NFC, I've I've Green Bay. I don't think Green Bay is good enough. I think it's oh, the man. Rams. Do the Niners make it? See, I just if Trey Lance is starting, I just don't know. I think it's it's a lot to expect a rookie to take that team to the NFC Championship game his first year. I'm going to go Rams-Philly. Rams-Philly, wow. Um, hmm, I want to go Green Bay. You know what? I'll go Green Bay. I'll go Green Bay and Rams. And then uh, my Super Bowl pick will be. Um, it'd be so funny if Buffalo lost the end. Uh, I'll I'll go I'll go Buffalo and uh, the Packers. Okay. Green Bay versus Buffalo. And Buffalo wins it. I have. Uh, oh, so hold on! You've been talking all that junk about the bill. No, you you should be excluded from being able no, to choose. Hold Buffalo. on. Last year, they were overrated. That defense was overrated. I think they've improved their defense. I think they've improved their defense. I think getting Vaughn, I like Ed Oliver, Rousseau's in year two. I think their pass rush will be better. I'm going Rams-Buffalo, and I think Buffalo wins. I think the Bills fans, as low IQ as they are, 
<laughs> they, they finally finally get to celebrate a Super Bowl. They they surely they cannot go zero and five, right? In the Super Bowl, it'd be funny. I honestly, it if it is a, a Chiefs Bills AFC Championship game, I will be a huge Chiefs fan in that game. Well, you're already a Chiefs fan, so we established <laughs> I, that a couple years. I ago. enjoy watching Bills fans' misery. I don't know why it's funny to me. It just is. Yeah, well, you're just an evil human. I, I think it's because of their uh, how stupid they are. It's kind of funny. Well, it is entertaining watching Bills fans just sit there in misery, like, "Wow, yeah, we're we're used to this. This sucks." I don't know. I think it's funny. Uh, it blew a person. game with 13 seconds left. How do you do that? To be fair, though, a lot of teams would have blown it to that guy. A lot of teams wouldn't even made it to that point. So, but you 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 just don't give up a field goal. I, it's thirteen why, seconds though. But why are you sitting back twenty yards? Listen, we can't talk. What are you doing? We can't talk. Okay, we're 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 the last team to be able to talk in a situation to where you gave up a, you know, in a late game situation, some sort of. Hey, you know what? As bad game. as Broncos were, they never did it with thirteen seconds. Oh, that's true. That is true. Does it change if they had 12 seconds? No. They still give up the field goal. The, the Chiefs are in field goal range in eight seconds. Yeah, it took them eight seconds. That guy's nutty. I can't wait for him to retire. No, it wasn't just – it wasn't Mahomes, though. I, I don't know how – it wasn't – look, Mahomes was great throughout the whole game. That last – that 13-second drive, eight-second drive, really, wasn't Mahomes. It was the Bills being idiots. What are you doing standing 20 yards off of Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey? What are you doing? What was the receiver for the Bills that kept scoring? Oh, Gabriel Davis, yeah. He just kept getting open. Yeah, well, (laughs) ask the Chiefs secondary about that one. I don't know. I don't know what they were doing. Oh, my gosh. That game was insane. I might have to YouTube the highlights of that one. It's funny. I watched that like a couple days ago. It's one of the craziest games. I've ever seen. Yeah, it's it's fun being in those situations. It just has like a, a bystander, you know, and you have nothing in the race. Right? Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Well, that's the yeah, only no. kind of bummer thing about the Broncos actually being good. It's like, well, one, I can't yeah. root against them anymore, which is which was actually really fun on Twitter. Yeah. And 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 the other the other one is I don't want to be stressed out every game now. Yeah. The last time we had that stress was uh, in the bubble. So. Yeah. Now we're back. Um, speaking of the bubble, they're both back. Speaking of the bubble and bubble teams, the Utah Jazz. What are we doing? What are we doing in Great Value, Colorado? No, I, okay. I'll, I'll defend Utah here. Hold on. If Dwayne Wade kept, should sell his ownership. Stay. If they had kept Donovan Mitchell and even Rudy Gobert, what do they do? Uh, Not be an embarrassment to their community. Not, no, they don't do squat. They're a, they're a decent regular season team, and they'll choke in the playoffs like always. I look. I don't get the infatuation that people have on with Donovan Mitchell. He's a fine player. He's a good player. He's a good player. He's he's undersized. To... He's an undersized scoring guard. He's never gonna be the number one player on a team. Well, it, no, it's, and I agree. It's never gonna happen. I agree. I just think when you're a mid market team, it's just it's hard to get stars already. So when you have a star like a Donovan Mitchell. Trade him, trade him for assets because you know he's not going to be good enough. You did that with Gobert. You got twelve picks. Well, hey, keep going. 
What? You traded Gobert. You're going to keep Donovan Mitchell for what? To entice somebody to want to come there. What's the... No one would even want to go and play with Donovan Mitchell. I don't think that's the truth. Who wants to... Right, look, you're, you, someone's going to go to Utah over over a, a team joining Miami or Never the Clippers happened. or even New York. Happen. We saw I, Paul George no, resign in Oklahoma City. No. No one's no one's going to Utah unless they they trade and give up a bunch of picks. Utah did the the, the smart thing. You're not going to go anywhere. Your two quote unquote stars aren't good enough to win you anything. Well, now you better that. you better hope that you hit in the draft. Well, well, how how do small markets win? You got to hit in the draft. Uh, okay, they did the right thing. They have a ton but of picks. Who who drafted those guys for them? Well, I guess they chose. So never mind. Yeah, they chose. Denver didn't draft them. I, I, I think Utah did the right thing. I, as fun as fun it is as it is to make fun of the Utah Jazz, and I enjoy the hell out of it. Uh, they did. They actually did the smart thing. Yeah. Now Phoenix has replaced that for you. So Phoenix oh, has yeah. filled Phoenix, that void in your heart. Oh yeah. Well, Phoenix will once again win. You know, fifty-eight games and uh, yeah. Choking the playoffs like usual. It'll be very entertaining to watch. <sighs> We're coming up on NBA season. I mean, training camp is next month, I'm pretty sure. Or maybe at the end of this month. I don't know. But uh, we're very close. And also, I know I know Malone said that Jamal's not going to play a lot. He's going to play a lot. Oh, yeah, just by inherent nature. Yeah, game game's going to be within five points, and yeah. Malone's going to be like, no, I need you. <laughs> Tuesday night in November against the Wizards. The Nuggets are going to be down 10 with seven minutes to go in the fourth. Jokic is going to be poised for 45 minutes and Jamal's going to be pushing 47. Holy. Glad that Jokic is playing in Eurobasket. Getting his conditioning in now. Goodness gracious. Um, and then Michael Porter Jr. We'll see uh, what MPJ can be. But look at that. We we did that podcast in a very timely fashion, and you were over here worried. Now we have some time to research. Um, I gotta figure. I've out already done my is. research. Good luck. What what research? What's your research? Fantasy football research. When? I know who I'm taking. I've been going through it. Uh, you don't remember when I had to ask you what you had said? I was because I was looking at fantasy football stuff. Gosh, it's very smart. I don't know why I didn't do that. Who, who are you? Look, you can tell me. Who are you taking one? Oh, I'm taking Josh Allen. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm being that guy. I'm taking a quarterback. That's awesome. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, no, I I, I thought about it. That's that. So, because I figured you would take, like, you know, a running back or whatever. No, I but did that I was last like, year. Remember, remember I when I said I'm going to do I'm gonna do something stupid? I was going to take – I was thinking about taking Josh Allen. Because no. it's a guarantee, like, 30 points a week. Yeah, no, I'm taking Josh Allen. Because I did that last year. I took Derrick Henry and Nick Chubb. And he got hurt. And they yeah. both failed me. Yeah. So, no. I'm taking a quarterback. I'm being that guy that starts off the draft by taking a quarterback. Did I take Mahomes? <laughs> or no, Richard, Herbert. Honestly, Just have Allen and Herbert go one, two. And everyone's like, what the? F <laughs> you know what? I might be that guy. And I might stockpile. If one of those guys is still there, I'm going to take him too. I'm, I'm going to do both. You wanted me in this league? Well, take that! That's funny. Now I'm angry. All right. 
that's going to do it for us today. We thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we are in full swing for football season. I mean, we might be doing two podcasts a week at some point here. Yeah, with the so, Broncos relevant and Broncos then the Nuggets starting, we're Nuggets. probably going to get close to two a week. A little sprinkling of the avalanche, even though I'm no longer a fan anymore. <laughs> yeah, sure. Good <laughs> <You know? laughs> to go for uh, another one. Oh, another by the way, did you see my fantasy football name? No, I didn't even create. I didn't even do my team. I, I don't know what my login is. I haven't even oh, logged well, in. Oh well, you've you've got thirty one minutes. Good luck. Yeah, I gotta figure that out. You're gonna laugh when you see my uh, my name. I think mine last year was Jokic's best friend. So I yeah, need to be yeah, more creative this year. Yeah, that's what it is. I'm seeing it right here on the draft board thing. It says best friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what is Anthony in this one? No, he uh, never responded. Ah, oh, loser. Who am I gonna make fun of? I guess I'll just uh, make fun of Aaron. That's oh, yeah, no, that. fine. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. <laughs> Sweet. All right. That's going to do it for us today. We thank you guys for tuning in. For Brandon Stoll on the other side, I'm Stephen Priest Jr. This has been the Behind the Glass Sports Podcast.